Hello everyone and welcome to Wolford Weekly, your weekly EastEnders podcast where this week we'll be discussing the episodes released on the BBC in the UK from Monday the 27th of February to Friday the 3rd of March 2023. I hope you are well and I trust that you all are and as usual I cannot do this podcast alone. I cannot so I roped in Rob. Hello Rob, how are you? Yeah, get your words out love. I haven't got to do it for much longer, don't worry. Hello everybody, how are we all this week? Are you well? Um, Alexander, how are you? Well, all good yes. in the uh, hood? In average. Mm. I, we've, I've already told you Is why. I went bored. He's had a week. I've had a, oh, I've had a week. You've Honestly, had a week, haven't you? Take a bad week and stack mm. another bad week on top of it. And that's only half a bad a week I've had. Mm. It's mm. honestly an awful week. I literally, the number of texts I sent uh, to Ben this week saying, I'm going to cry. <laughs> it was outrageous. Oh. <laughs> I'm fine now, though. I'm always happy to see your happy little face, Rob. If only you were here so I could just pinch your cheek. And give it little... pinch my, pinch my solitary, you want to pinch my solitary dimple, don't you? Yes. I want um, to pinch your dimple. Yes. Give your dimple a tickle. Um, right, so little announcement, ladies and gentlemen. Some of you will have become aware that uh, there's a new Twitter uh, handle going around the internet mm-hmm. right now, and that would be uh, the Twitter account for the new EastEnders podcast that will be coming to you very, very soon after Alex has left in his taxi and departed, the sounds of Ju- Julia's theme being tickled on the ivories behind him. Uh, if you would like to follow my new podcast on Twitter, simply type into Twitter, uh, at E20 After Dark for more details as they come over the coming weeks. Alex Alex and I's last episode will be on the 1st of April, some would say, appropriately. Uh, I'm still waiting for Alex to like, for us to get to that day and for Alex to eventually just turn and say, oh, it's April Fool. I'm not going anywhere. Ha ha ha, got you. I don't think it's going to happen though, unfortunately. So um, yeah, follow at E20 After Dark because the EastEnders podcast is going to be called Albert Square after dark that's the official title for it <gasps> announcement yes i've got graphics yes I've got, I've got i've got people sorting music out for me i'm going all out with this it could be the biggest flop since since floppingdom <laughs> began but we'll see we'll see what happens we'll get excited it's all very exciting so that's coming to your ears and your eyes very very soon talking of your eyes for viewers that are watching the podcast it's the start of a new month mm. so you know what that means don't you alex it's time to what do we call it shift, shift the, the sharon. sharon shift the sharon, shift I, think the sharon. I also wonder if this is why alex <laughs> is leaving for my stroke for my obsession with alliteration you never know right so we're on february we were on february february's gone in a heartbeat like it always does february Filth. just rushes by doesn't it short um, month this no. yeah short month pa- do you enjoy pancake day yeah yeah all that's done though i, I did that. yes i did I had lovely pancakes. I, I I wouldn't have known it was happening. No, no. advertising anyway. Anyway, no one told you. On, anyway, on, on. right. So we are no. now <laughs> in March, ladies and gentlemen. What we oh. got? Oh. 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 That now was the month-long wedding, wasn't it? <laughs> Sharon and her wedding dress oh. for an entire month with uh, Shirley about to shoot Phil oh, again. Yeah. Do you remember the train? You floated down the square and Hurricane oh, was Sharon. Like, wasn't Hurricane that Hurricane Sharon? Sharon. I don't think that was, was, was that the same week? Was that the same week? I can't remember. But it was iconic. She was whatever, in a wedding dress for that. I'm sure she was. She was, but, yeah, but then didn't she return? Sure. She returned. Um, oh, that's right. She was uh, meant to be getting married wedding, to someone. And she, and she yeah, knocked on Phil's yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Help that's me. It. That one. Yeah. Help right, me, Phil. So let's see how long this stays on the wall for. It may collapse halfway through. But uh, there we are then. So that's March. Uh, and we have quite the week to discuss from this week's EastEnders. So let's get the hell on with it. We shall start then with Zach and Whitney's story this week. And uh, upon 
coming back from a, a scan and getting the results, they found out that the the unborn child uh, has got Edward syndrome. And unfortunately, uh, obviously, the outcome of that isn't very good. And the doctors suggest that they terminate the pregnancy. Um, and so then there's a lot of uh, discussion between Zach and Whitney this week uh, about the moral maze, I guess, that they're taking through this, but also their emotional attachment that they have already made with uh, with their child. Um, it was, I mean, incredibly sad scenes. A reflective, mm. it reminded me a lot of Kush and Shabnam. That's, yes, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I the the comparisons were very similar. Uh, done, obviously, different story. Uh, done, done, performed differently as well. But oh my goodness, especially the final scene where um, Whitney, because obviously Whitney had to give birth um, yeah. to fully terminate the uh, the, the pregnancy, um, and just the 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 devastation when she was holding her her child in that small baby grow. Uh, it was just. Or the blanket. It was just an awful, awful, but gut wrenching scenes. Yeah, it was. It was a tough watch. It really was a tough, a tough watch, and really well done. I thought really, really mm. nicely acted mm. by um, Shona McCarty and uh, James Farrow. Really, really nicely done by them. Uh, really kind of nice direction as well. It was really nicely handled. Um, yeah, it was a really tough watch and really heartbreaking performances. Um, and I have to say, there's an element of me that was sort of surprised that they went for the termination route quite so quickly. I can't. I, there was a side of me that kind of wondered whether they were going to sort of do the that Whitney was going to say, "Look, I can't handle it. There might still be a chance that this might be okay," and for them to kind of go throughout the pregnancy and then still have the baby die on the on at the end of it. I, so I'm glad that they, in a way, that they sort of went for this route for it mm. because it sort of it, it 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 removed the melodrama away from it and made it the kind of like the real issue that it was supposed yes. to. So I, I thought yeah. they did that really, really well. Um, so yeah, and I, and I thought it was quite nice that they ended up calling the baby Peach as well. I thought that was quite appropriate because it's been a nice little sort of um, I don't want to say character note, but like you, you know what I mean. It's been a kind of nice little beat that they've been referring to it as Peach throughout the entire pregnancy, and then uh -huh. decided at the end let's just call her Peach, and then oh. and, and then that was that. Yeah, it was really nice, really nicely done. Very sad, very sad though. Incredibly sad. I mean, like I said, <clears throat> scenes between uh, Zach and Whitney when they were kind of. They did, it was like the fact they were tipping toe around each other and they were both blaming each other um, mm. for, for, for what was happening here. And they both felt the burden of guilt toward uh, the termination as well. When, you know, they were being, everyone around them was saying, there is nothing to feel guilty for. This is the mm. most understandable step to take. Um, and I, like you, I thought at the beginning of the week that there were, Whitney kind of had her doubts. Zach was... Mm immediately like this is just, you know it would be cruel because they, yeah. you know, there was there was indications that obviously that the 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 child could be in a lot of pain as well while it was growing mm. inside of her um and zach was like you know you don't you don't want this is just a, a cruel way for a life to continue you know and but whitney was like what if it, what if it's okay you know that there was there was conversation there saying it could be it could not it might not be full edward syndrome it could be partial edward syndrome yeah. despite that it still isn't a life outside really it's just yeah. it's not there's not much left but it, it's it's was just the scenes where you saw Whitney kind of walking around she was in a lot of pain where she was taking the um the uh the pills to for, for the termination and there and just the, the, the Zach wanted to comfort her but she was pushing him away but it wasn't because she was angry at Zach it was because she was angry at herself and Zach was angry at himself and they had to hash it out in order for them to both be able to comfort one another at the end of it mm. 
like you, I just thought the scenes were really well done and and thoughtfully done as well. And like you, I'm glad that they didn't go down the route of making it, turning it into some kind of drama that it was yeah. unnecessary because they could have if they wanted to. They yeah. could have maybe stretched it another two, three weeks and made it like not so much about this child, baby peach that was growing inside of her, but more about the kind of ethics of, you know, how Whitney would kind of take it, you know, want to keep yeah. it and so on. I just, yeah, I just, I've and all it, round it's well kind done. Of yeah, and I mean, it's it's almost, on that note, it's almost sort of testament to the kind of era that we're in at the moment, where it was mm. actually more character-led than story-led. Because, yes. you know, it's a story the, to do it story-led would have been to sort of drag it mm. out a bit longer, just to sort of kind of wring as much sort of emotional drama out of it as you possibly could, whereas mm. this was very, very much character-led. And I think, I think it was this week where there was a conversation between Whitney and Zach, where you actually sort of realise why these two characters have been put together, because actually they've had very, they've had sort of similar upbringings. I didn't really realise kind of, what they had in common in terms of their childhoods until they were kind of sitting on the bench and sort of talking to each other and actually and, and you kind of sit there and think well actually yeah you two make sense together like it's, it's a good pairing because it seemed a bit random Zach and Whitney at first when they sort of randomly had that one night stand and then were thrust into this kind of pregnancy story <laughs> and now they've sort of they've got closer as this has gone on which I think is a really sort of nice romance story and I think you can sort mm. of tell that Whitney is slowly sort of really starting to have feelings for Zach as well because of the yeah. um, impact I think it's, the, it's you know they've been forced together in the situation but I think that they're working really nicely together and I think that Zach certainly feels that way as well so it doesn't it, I, it seems mad to me now that Zach and Whitney would ever sort of be anything but together now so I don't know how it's going to work um, the one interesting thing is the fact that Zach's HIV hasn't been brought up at all during That's this interesting yeah yeah so it kind of makes me wonder there is this still an element of drama in that to come where you know there's at some point Whitney's going to find this out and and it's, is she going to kind of come, try and put two two and two together and come up with the wrong conclusion and yeah. and do you know what I mean like is there like is there going to be that element to it because presumably it's been kept aside from all this for a reason so I don't know I don't know where that's going to come into play next really mm. I, I'm I'm glad I'm glad they kind of detached the yeah. HIV storyline away from this really. And I know it will kind of come together because as you say, I think Whitney will wrongfully put together the, the yeah. situations and think that that may have been the reason for the cause. Um, and so that will come out. And that would, I think that, that, that is then the drama of the story, as you say. So that, that will be then where the draw, the, the drama will be led to. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that they, they didn't tie up the, the baby, the pregnancy as part of that in this element of it, because I think not only would it flood the story, I think too, too much, but also I think that it's the wrong, it's, it's detracting, as we've said already, it's detracting for what we're meant to be focusing on. And that is right now the relationship between Whitney and Zach and how they're having to um, survive through this terrible tragedy that they're going yeah. through together. Um, and, and it was interesting also I, that, that we found out that Chelsea and Felix knew about it too, because I can't remember that going being shared. Um, but then in the episode, they, they were very supportive of her. And I, I, yeah. and I and at first I, I, I kind of thought, was, was Whitney pretending that she was having a miscarriage or something at this point? Because I wasn't aware that Chelsea and Felix knew so it much. didn't it didn't jar that to me because i sort okay. of kind of accepted the fact that it, it, we're supposed to kind of believe that whitney chelsea felix and finley somewhere in the mix have uh, kind of become quite close whilst they've been living together and you can sort of see that they're all quite good friends now so it sort of made sense to me that they would all know and that we didn't yeah. necessarily have to see whitney telling them uh, okay. because the because the story really was about zach and whitney so I, it kind of made sense to me that it kind of it removed that so it, 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 it kind of felt like you didn't really need to show it show it i thought but it, it made sense to me. I don't, I don't know. Because they all are quite close in that 
flat now in the house oh. there rather um so and, and there was a nice moment where sort of whitney could hear jordan crying and it was sort of that was sort of affecting her so you've got kind of these um these characters kind of living together at the moment and they sort of mm. make sense in that environment so which is which is nice i think i think that's working so yeah i wasn't surprised but i get what you mean no. yeah yeah i'm just talking about finley where is finley where's she where's he oh, got <laughs> busy under his car what's the car I called i can't remember what it's called oh, but he's, he's busy he's that, busy under the bonnet of that <laughs> that story i know i've forgotten that about car. that but yeah I, I see what you're saying yeah they're, they're, they're all in together all the, the fa- uh they're all one family essentially under that under yeah. the roof so yeah so going forward then i guess it's now the reveal zach has to at some point as zach and yeah. whitney get closer has to kind of admit sam's still the only one that knows at this point isn't she yeah, does Sharon know? I don't think Sharon. No, Sharon doesn't know either. Oh no, because they so, had that scene, didn't they, when they were talking about yeah. um, with Martin about. Uh... I feel like though that Zach has been because it's been made quite clear that Zach has been looking online about all of this quite a lot. So and and kind of can throw statistics out quite happily because he's because he's been so kind of become so obsessed with like looking at all the kind of statistics with Edward syndrome. So I would find it hard to believe that Zach hasn't at one point kind of tried to see if there's any connection between that and HIV. It seemed mm. it seemed unlikely to, that he would that, that thought wouldn't have landed in his head. So I wonder if if Whitney does try and throw that at him, he will be able to say straight away, no, there's no connection towards that whatsoever. Yeah. So let's not go there. Yeah. So I don't know. But we'll see how it kind of comes out. Like I say, it feels like it's been sort of paused for a reason. Um, so I want because he's still kind of got to tell people. So I feel like that's the next step in Zach's story. Where Whitney comes into that remains to be seen. But I think that I think it's kind of kind of shift focus now because we've had a lot of Whitney focus, rightly because she's the mother oh, of yeah. the baby. But I feel like we're Terrible I feel like we're now going to I feel like the the focus is now going to shift down onto Zach and sort of step moving forward with his life and coming to terms with everything that's happened to him because it's been a busy old few months for zach bless him he's quite a lot to take in oh so and he hasn't like run away um, he hasn't gone got a double bag away. and run off he yet only, so he's tried to run off once didn't he so he's, he's, oh, he's learning he's learning he's, he's getting him, better so. he's getting better yeah. lovely uh so yeah so more of that story to come. I, I mean I'm, I'm sure that in the weeks to come there's also going to be the the you know whitney's going to feel very sad and like yeah vulnerable, depressed yeah. and very vulnerable um and uh, you know and, and as we say you know this this uh story with zach will obviously come out at some point mm. uh right so coming up next then is uh denise and her sordidness <gasps> so bless denise she wanted to be friends with ravi and um ravi i know well ravi pretty <clears throat> much said as good as that he kind of mm. said well that's cute but nah, that's yeah what, what we've gone too far to just be friends so good luck with that so upon her return there's there's a there's a there's an epidemic happening in on Albert Square, by the way. Have Is you not there? noticed? What? No one has bread. Every week. <laughs> a national a bread, bread shortage. Bin, a, bread, a bread bin gets opened in someone's yeah. house and no one has bread. And you know who has all the bread? Who has all the bread? Phil Mitchell. Because yes. remember when Phil rampaged that store and he sat there eating yes, bread? Yes, stolen going, it all. Ah, 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 with stolen all the crumbs it all, spitting out of his mouth. Yes, yeah. yes, so yes. That's why the Mitchells basically took all the bread, hiked up mm-hmm. the price, no one's got no one's got bread. That's there economics, is, though. Kids. They economics. tend to, it's not it's never that they don't have any bread. It's that they only have one slice left. 
And mm. I never understand this when this happens on TV in general. It's a very I common know, thing on TV for like them to show that they're low on food by opening the bread bit and throwing it and showing yeah. one slice of bread in the packet. Like, how would you only have one slice of bread? It's made in two so that you put two pieces of, of toast in the toaster or two pieces of bread for a sandwich. Who is only having one slice of bread? At the or time? they're on the poverty line. Who does it's, that? It's, it's, it's shorthand for we're on the poverty line, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it's but like, who does um, that? No bread. I don't know. But then you have to argue if you're a person that, that why only has one slice of bread, then you need shooting because it's an inhuman thing to do all right so just, just stop it stop it you, say, you say the bread works in twos why it do works they in sell, twos why do they sell uh, cans of hot dogs in eight but rolls in six there you go the mystery the continues heavy, these are the heavy questions you come to our <laughs> podcast for <laughs> There anyway, you go, um, so Ravi so, is basically as good as said to yes. Denise. That's cute. Denise has found out yes. though that there's an investigation underway. Uh, yes. that Jack, Jack, so so cleverly uh, covered up so well uh, that yeah. he's investigating <laughs> Ravi. My favorite line of all, my favorite line of all time is Denise walking in and saying, "Who's that?" And Jack closing the laptop and just going, "You didn't see that." <laughs> I wonder how often that works. Do you reckon yeah. that works often? It's like the it's like the doctor in Doctor Who to sort of just attaching his fingers to the side of someone's head for a memory wipe. You didn't see that. <laughs> oh, what? See what? I didn't see anything. No. Um, briefly Jack on the subject. Briefly on the subject of Ravi and that little yeah. thing that him and Denise had. That little scene yeah. where he was like, "Yeah, that's cute." Uh, I suspect that is supposed to be hinting now that this is going to go a little bit darker in the coming weeks. Don't you think? Because Ravi is basically implied. Mm. Yeah, if you think that this is it, then you're very much mistaken, young Denise. So I he's I, winding I, her up now. Now, isn't he, he is winding he, her up. He's getting manipulative, and he's getting. Yeah. He's implying that she is like far from done with him. So I think this is this is going to start getting a little bit stalkery in the coming months. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know so much about stalkery, but I think uh, he, he's. I sure. think he's having. I think he's having fun seeing Denise squirm, and I think it's going to get to the point where he's going to give her. An that's, that's why he's annoyed. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. He wants no. to make her squirm. Wants to make her squirm. He's got, I think he's going to give an ultimatum, uh, ultimately, that he's going to basically push her to such a point that he's going to be like, well, if you want this to stop, uh, there's only one way out. Yes. Uh, but it's, not, also, it's not going to go well. It's go not going to go well. But also, Denise is getting quite panicked as well, because now she knows that Jack is investigating, although she didn't see anything, that Jack anything. is investigating. <laughs> wink, wink. Jack is investigating uh, Ravi. Um for crimes because he's part of the big ring of against humanity <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah against chest hair um yes he uh he i think denise thinks now that if ravi gets questioned by jack that ravi's gonna then kind of leak a bit of information to denise as well so denise is in a bit of a in a bit of a quandary trapped she's in a bit of a quandary she's a bit trapped mm. at the moment and she's she doesn't know what to do for the right thing and yes. as well as all this uh her well jack's kids well both their kids uh, are are getting um kind of t taught the ways of the birds and the bees by listening to ravi have sex constantly yeah, every time they nice. visit nugget Nice. So that's not much poor fun nugget. either, I'd imagine. That poor kid, <laughs> honestly. I, I I dread to think what his home life is like. You know what I mean? Like how I can't imagine anything worse than trying to sit and do my homework while listening to my dad have sex downstairs. That's fornicating. Fornicating. <laughs> that's just a bit weird. Poor Nugget. He has my sympathy because I can't imagine anything worse. Um, and Denise has to go round because Jack's already because when uh, Amy tells him that this has happened, uh, Jack's already to go round and like throw fists around. And, yeah, and, and Denise is like, "Stop no, having sex wait. with my kids." <laughs> yeah, Denise not is with, like, wait, sorry, around, no. <laughs> around. Yeah, not quite the same thing. Different, different story, story right? <laughs> different story, Alex. Um, 
yes, uh, yes. And Jack's all ready to go around and like throw fists and stuff. And Denise is like, no, wait. Um, what about that investigation that I haven't seen anything about? You might tarnish that. So let's not do that. I'll go and have a word with him. Yeah. Uh, and then Ravi again is all sort of just like overly flirtatious. I, he's getting a bit creepy now, I think. I think that, I, that they're definitely going in that direction. And I think he probably, I wouldn't be surprised if he did that deliberately because he knew it would get back to Denise because he knew that Amy was in the house. Oh, of course he did it deliberately. Of so, course he did. It's all very weird. It's getting weird, Alex. I'm telling you now, it's getting weird. It's strange. So, yes. But then, it's a, it, like, I feel like. You've got to remember, Alex, Ravi's yeah. a villain. He is a villainous character and he was introduced as a villain. So, He's yeah, we, we'll get back to Cad. Rid- Cad and a bounder. Something he, um, like that, yes. <laughs> but he's, um, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels, it feels weird that they're kind of like making Ravi this kind of like sex pest. I don't know. I don't Why? Really, I don't know. I he's don't come like out from it. prison. He's, yeah, but he... I suppose he's a randy sod. Yeah, and look so who his father is. He's out of prison for a long time. And look who his father yeah, is. Yeah. They're both trying to control women in quite different ways. Mm, all right. The mm. difference is that Ravi and Denise aren't together, but he's still trying to sort of manipulate her and play mind games with her and trying to basically trying to control her in a different sort of way. Mm. So you can, but there's basically a, a like father-like something going on here. Okay, and um, we'll talk about Nish in a moment because Nish is going to new levels at the moment, so that's, that's getting interesting. But yeah, I suspect this is this Ravi and Denise thing is going to start getting a little bit darker. But I do enjoy this additional element of whatever's going on with the police investigation thing and the fact that Ravi is up to activities of an illegal nature. So uh, I'm uh, well, trying to yes, see where that goes. Well, we, uh, yes, yes, uh, it'd be fun to watch that investigation carry out um, with the relevant people. <laughs> bum ba dum ba dum, uh, detective <laughs> halfway. Bum ba dum ba dum bum ba. Can't wait. Nonsense. I, I can't wait. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. No. I mean. I mean. I just. I just. Of, of all the directions this show's take, uh, this story's taken. I suppose it's taken every direction that you kind of didn't expect it to take. Yeah. Which, which, should, be, which yeah. should be grateful which I love. for. It's, it's a bit new, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit mm. exciting. Um. Poor Denise, though. I mean, Denise doesn't yeah. need to feel too guilty though, because I know she. I know she did try. She did decide to have that night with Ravi and it's been documented. Yes. Jack knows that something strange was happening that evening when she was kind of walking around looking for the key card. But oh, I suppose there's no, I suppose all it takes is Ravi to say, yeah, I did have sex with your wife and he'll believe his that, word against happily. hers. Because I why know, the hell Jack... was she trying to hide a hotel key from him? Well, it's yeah, not gonna, you don't have to be an amazing hers, detective to work that out. Unfortunately, Jack is not an amazing detective, so he will work that out. So it's fine. <laughs> no, hardly. So uh, we'll see what happens. Hi, all right then. So yeah, that's that then. Um, I mean, that's going to carry on down the line. But I, I hope for the for the sanity of the kids that Ravi doesn't continue. <laughs> no, <laughs> just that's bringing ladies round. <laughs> that's very unnecessary. Hi. <laughs> Okay, coke. Uh, so next up, then we have. Oh, yes, we have the the, the goodness me. Uh, uh, the story of the uh, old couple that's going into the Gazette. <laughs> it's that time of year again when the Wolford Young Writers competition. Oh, I've missed is that at Wolford <laughs> High School. <laughs> I know. Happens every year. So uh, a piece, a piece of um, non-fiction uh, writing, an essay of your family history had to be written and Denzel decided to steal completely to steal uh, a storyline from a Netflix show. Uh, Yes. uh, Which he he watched with Amy. And now he's got himself tied up in so many knots. Yes. Because he's now scared. He's genuinely now scared that that Netflix are going to sue him. Okay. Now I can relate to this. I can relate to this, Alex. All right. Because here's a story for you. When I was doing my GCSEs, Right, I did GCSE music at school, and one of the tests that we had to do was uh, for one of the things for the exam we had to do. We had to create a song for a musical, 
right? Uh, so we had to write our own lyrics, and we had to kind of learn how to play it on the keyboard. And then because uh, we had like one of those Yamaha keyboards where you can like add different sort of like instruments well, in and all that kind of thing. On it. Yes. So we had all that sort one, of thing. One, two, one, yeah. two, three. Uh, <laughs> so we had to make it. We had to make a song up, and I um, had heard when we first started making it. I had had to get up early because uh, mum was at work and my little brother was at primary school. So he'd had the hooves on that morning, okay, as we were getting ready to go to school. And there had been an absolute toe-tapper of a tune on the hooves. So I nicked that yeah. <laughs> and then made the song uh, from this music that I'd heard from the hooves on, uh, on my GCSE music, which got sent to the exam board and I got an A for it. <laughs> But I was genuinely worried that I was going to get sued by the makers of the Hooves because the, somehow the exam board would find out and send it to Channel Four. That all of that went through my head as a as a sixteen year old. I don't know why, but that's that. that so I can understand um, Denzel's kind of horror and thought that him writing a little story for his school was going to somehow get back to Netflix and he was going to be sued by the creators of this series that he'd watched. Fair enough, relatable. Yeah. But apparently, relatable. this story is more relatable than I thought. Very it's relatable. like the my lovely my lovely horse story from Father yeah. Ted. Exactly. And they're doing the Eurovision song. Do, yep, do you exactly. remember the song? I, I, uh, I, I want to hear a bit. I can't remember. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Hang on. Oh, now I'm all right. Um, <laughs> scared it away. Um, I can't remember. I think it, it was, it, I don't know. It wasn't like one of the famous ones. It wasn't like, we're up to see the tiddly Yeah, it wasn't anything like that. It was, just, it, was just a, it was just a tune that they'd sang at halfway through and it had really got in my head as an earworm. So as I was trying to think of this song to, to kind of make up on the keyboard, I'd sort of started playing this song and then it just expanded from there. The lie grew. To be grew fair, grew. Though, lie grew, grew big time. We got you an yeah, A though in GCSE. It did. Um, they might now take that away. <laughs> I said this in public, so please don't <laughs> take my GCSE musical. I'm very proud of it. I'm, I'm just sure it won't matter nowadays. No. Um, I'm, I'm sorry to say, Rob. <laughs> it's like when we were talking about the record of achievement. Was it you I talked about record of achievement with once on a podcast? Yes. yes National record of achievement so. that you had to do at school, and like yeah. you've never used it since. Yeah. So I there's think that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, the primary school, pr preschool kids shows. Like, I remember loads of songs to this day from Sesame Street. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I so, is he, see how these things. Yeah. There you go. Walk, walk. Um, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my question is. For cookie is good enough for me. Sorry, I'm coming Cookies. Um, my question for you, first of all, is if you yes. would, like, I mean, how many kids could write that fascinating a, a story about their family history? How many teenagers really? know that but much it's about meant their family to be history. non-fiction and that's yeah, the exactly point. that's what i mean that's what denzel that's what I mean. was panicking like, about how many was... kids have got that fascinating a story to tell well no one no about one their has. actual family no one so no i can't one at all. making up this story whatsoever of course. i understand it completely maybe not for the extent that he did where he where he implied that people were getting like kidnapped and kind of taken abroad and like going around the caribbean and all that kind of thing but no one yeah. can prove it so the problem I, is, I get it that's it the problem is is that he took it so far that it did yes. sound like the extravagant plot point from a tv or film series from yeah. a high budget tv uh, yeah. streaming service so and i and, and and it took well all it took was patrick and vi to act out being his grandparents <laughs> to apparently fool yeah. the wolford gazette the woman's like yeah oh, why not it. i'm gonna do a full page article about it mm. now further made dental panic because as yeah. see, there's nothing that the executive uh, producers of netflix and hollywood like more than getting the local press from Wolford sent straight to their post box. And happens we, every week. Every week. Every mm. week. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a bit of fl- it was all uh, it was all a bit of fluff, really. I mean, it's like, I don't think fluffer, it was, fluff, a bit of, a bit of fluff. We've had a fluffer for a while, have we? I'm, I'm we haven't had those fluffy like little a fluff stories. From so now and then. we would do a bit of fluff, and um, I mean, I I'm, you, I know what I know what you're like. You roll your eyes at this sort of storyline. It didn't offend me too much. I thought it was all right. It was I, fine. Know, it, just, it, it did its thing, didn't it? And the, uh, I thought Patrick why... and Violet worked quite well together. Actually, I can kind of well, see them don't hold out for too long for that. No, you'd think that that would be the setting up of a romance, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, you think. Um, no, it was fine because it was very condensed. It was a one-week thing. I'm presuming it's not going to carry over to next week. It's happened. I think the panic is finished. Um, and, I mean, it might come up in like a in a few weeks' time where Denzel's like said, oh, I've just got a £100 check for... Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Then that's really bad because he's the earning money. On me. Netflix, Netflix are going to want that £100 back for their storyline. Technically, technically, I, I think that series. is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what series that he stole it from. I, I genuinely, I, I genuinely made it up. Do you think? It sounded I genuinely like, thought they I, may I, had chosen. Do taken you think from that the BBC are allowed to explain the plot and do an entire plot about a ser- about a series being nicked if they claim that? It, I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know. There's that well, much on Netflix. Who knows? It could the BBC be and Netflix have a a handshake deal. They they do programs. <laughs> they cross they cross platform. Yeah, hello. Yeah, they cross okay. platform. The BBC do uh, have a, that with that, and they have a, one with HBO as well and FX, I think. So they oh, cross platform shows. Sorry, yeah. Just, <laughs> there you go. TV. Well, yeah. uh, let's be fair. Um, we've got we've got TV. What again, Alex? Sorry, <laughs> not bad stuff. Don't forget to bleep that, Alex. Write it down. There we are. I don't know um, about world anymore. Ah, no, we're we're past that now. Cancelled. Get yourself cancelled. Who cares? Four um, more episodes got, after this. We've got uh, much more discussion out of that storyline than I thought we would. So uh, there well, we are. We kind of was... discussed. We kind of discussed our own personal lives compared <laughs> to when we. Which isn't that what soap's supposed to do? Isn't that Everyone's what soap's for? Pull your honest. own experiences out and watch them play out on screen. It's a lovely thing. I think I think we've all plagiarized exactly. You, you mm. take it to heart. We've all plagiarized one way or another. Just normally it's yes. a very personal. You like you you kind of elaborate stories to friends that you may have seen on television. Oh or no! Like that. Go through the Inklions of Walford Weekly's video history and see how much we plagiarized over the years. Go on, have a bit of homework. <laughs> see if you can find anything. <laughs> I mean, when we used to play games, I plagiarized pretty much every all single the time. show on the planet every oh. single week. All, the world is the week. world is plagiarism. Let's be honest, especially mm. with Twitter. Like when you retweet a meme, technically you're plagiarizing someone else's work. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. There so we are. Grateful for it. Denzel shouldn't be upset. Shouldn't be worried. No, Netflix don't care. <laughs> Netflix don't give a monkeys. Yeah, should it should be encouraged. Be encouraged. Good for you, Denzel. That's enterprise for you. Anyone at school or college or university, for that matter, who've got a project and they've left it last minute, watch a series of I don't know Bridgerton or something on Netflix and yeah. plagiarize it. You'll be fine. Yeah. Take it from us. My ancestors, that is. Walford Weekly guarantee you'll be fine. Yep. Uh, So we've got one more small story to talk about before we get to the much uh, exciting Panasar re-wedding marriage. Blessing. 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 That's the word we're looking for. But uh, we've got one little story before He's ready for the knackers yard, isn't he? I'm going to pop pop off and get myself another coffee, I think, beforehand. Oh, all right then. Get ready for 11. (laughs) Lola has returned from Disneyland with Jay and Lexi and mm-hmm. somehow, God knows how, they've like, racked up a debt of £2,000 by tat, absolute yeah. tat in Disneyland. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the minute of the fact that Lola, and since all this has been happening to her, she has amassed a collection of headscarves for, for yes. every occasion. None She's of got the her own... though. Well, no, well, she... 
She's got the it was very colourful. It's quite Disney-fied, the one that she brought back from Disney. So she's got a Disney headband, she's got a funereal headband, and she's got an everyday headband so far. So I'm 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 enjoying this collection that she is kind of amassing together of just different occasions for her for her headband. It's very nice. Anyway, yeah, carry on. <laughs> no, it's, 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 you're quite right. And that's obviously gone yeah. toward the debt as well of two thousand pounds. Yes. So what what does she what did she do? She but well, Ben has been asked by both Jay and Lola, separate occasions, so I don't think they know mm. that each other has asked no. him whether he can um, pay off the debt. In the same time as this, Ben Ben needs to learn about comparethemarket.com. Doesn't he just? Because yes. he's just stayed with his insurance group. And there's plenty of other insurance groups out there outside of mm. the one you're with, Ben. You know? Other ones are available. Other, yeah. And there are other comparison sites available. Go compare. Um moneysupermarket.com <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> do you remember when Tesco uh, used to have a comparison site just as a... uh, vaguely at one point yes yeah, yes I do yes I do Tesco <laughs> um, so yes yeah go to Tesco there we are then um, so yes Ben is it seems that Ben is heading towards a little bit of a money crisis at the moment doesn't he because he's kind of like you say he seemed quite under pressure when Jay he seemed mm. quite happy to, mm. to offer it to Jay and then when Lola turned around and said to him I think because Jay just said that I need a bit of money so I don't think I think he was just thinking like what a couple of hundred quid have that and then Lola yeah. At the, at the arches and said and how said, much money and said it was how much be. it actually is aye, because aye. she hadn't told Jay how much um, the credit card bill the actually credit card debt is aye. so uh, yeah he's got to deal with that by the end of the week apparently as well so uh, yes it's not it's I not doubt that's going to happen that quickly I mean I feel like a sale of some sort is happening i.e. a sale toward the Panasars why not the guy everything else well they, they tried to buy the garage once before from Ben didn't yes. they and that yes. kind of got stopped uh, or, or the car lot I mean, if Jay was to sell off the car lot, he could make a pretty penny from that. He could. He I mean, and he said that he said the car lot wasn't making any money. So no, which is not surprising at the moment. I can't imagine that many people are after a ton of top quality sports car at the moment. So uh, yeah, I need a surprising. car, Rob. You do need a car. You should get in touch with Jay. Yeah, your car's gone. gone I might. Swanny, isn't it? Yeah, That's oh, yes. a little bit. But it's what fine. a shame! It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> your problems are real but jay's car lot is not real that's a shame mm, um yeah so nothing shame. much to dis- nothing much to discuss with this basically jane loader are back and money problems are it's a setup horizon. isn't it it's a setup it was oh, a bit of a setup, a setup just to sort of suggest that things are coming so uh we will so see how that plays money, out money problems and uh cancer kind of go together not in a happy marriage in any way but like right. if you if you have cancer oh, okay. you tend to rack up debt because you're not able to work for argument's sake okay um, yeah you that have makes to take sense. time off work and so on and so forth mm-hmm. so i'm i'm i don't know it feels like in a kind of a haphazard way that that's where this might be also linked as well maybe i just feel it's like it's a shame of... that because they bought so much rubbish from <laughs> yeah. mickey mouse's house yeah you know i mean um, it's it just suggests that because um, you know Lola has sort of obviously she had to reduce the shifts in the first place, and whenever we've seen mm-hmm. Lola at work, she's had quite a few times where she's kind of taken a bit of a funny turn, and and she's having to kind of reduce mm-hmm. the hours that she was working anyway. So yeah, I can kind of see her Ooh. having to stop it. Stop. And also, her mum her mum has offered her money as well, hasn't? And she's and kind of true. said no, step back. We don't want that. So perhaps that's another way in for her mum as well. Yeah, so maybe. Lots of directions this could turn. Yeah, yeah, this could certainly turn. Much to come in. Not Patty Palmer. Not Patty Palmer. <laughs> Palmer. Imagine Patty Palmer came back. Oh, Patty Kensett. Patty, Patty Kensett comes back and popping those peas. Popping those peas with Patsy. Okie coke. So yeah. Pop pop pop. All right. Pop, so pop, the pop, final story then, uh, yes. is, is next. The Panasars had their marriage renewal this week. Um it's been brought forward, it's made a bit earlier by Nish uh to Thursday 
or, or Friday. I, I, it was Friday's episode, wasn't it? The actual ceremony, but on the yes. show they said Thursday. We're back to talking about Friday they didn't, they... now. They're trying to confuse me, aren't they? Because FA Cup, FA Cup yeah, shenanigans football. is happening on both football. ITV and BBC One. Football's everywhere both this week. The channels. Madness. They don't think of the gays when they talk when they do be scheduled. It's outrageous. Oh yeah. To be fair, some of the footballers that yeah, we do think fair. of the gays. To be, be fair. fair. But Harry the, the, the Six Nations is on. The Six Nations is on. So I don't know what that means. That's that's the rugby. Okay. Oh, do you watch the Six Nations. Trust me, you'll be yeah. very entertained, Rob. My mum anyway, fancy Johnny Wilkinson. Uh, your... mm. Again, yeah, your, mum, your mum's the problem to this world, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> your mum really okay. is the problem. She's got a, she's got, she's got a poster on a, on a wardrobe, like some sort of sick, lovesick teenager. Anyway, carry on. Mm. Anyway, nonsense. Uh, so, yeah, so what's happening? Uh, Mitch is getting jealous because he thinks that Mitch is uh kind of N- hanging N- around nish is getting nish jealous is get- because yes, yes 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 hanging around yeah um asks ravi to kind of keep an eye on him Suki gets ear ear of this uh ear of mm-hmm. this <laughs> gosh gets shot of this um and kind of says like stop kind of accusing me of kind of doing things he outright calls yes. her a whore at one point yeah. even though there's no basis prior that's to say to the whole yep. situation to this i mean um, if there's anything that's going to encourage me to marry a man that will be it you know he's just there isn't he he is i mean he's he's he's, he's got suki trapped yes to the point that they're kind of having the ceremony but then at the end of friday's episode the final drifter for the week suki sees eve and says you're you're actually the one I want. You're the one that I you know I I I need to break. I need to somehow find a way <laughs> of breaking it up with Nish. And at yes. the same time, uh, Vinny had witnessed Suki and Ash, yes. uh, not Ash, Eve having the conversation. But Vinny, as always, gets the wrong end of the stick and thinks that <laughs> Suki is having an affair with a, another man. So yeah, Suki kind Vinny. of. Yeah, so Suki kind of... Did you notice that Vinny also had his floppy, sad yeah. hair when he was talking to... Stressed hair. Stressed, stressed hair. hair. She did that. Suki stressed did that to him. Suki's Vinny. affair has stressed him out again. Yeah, uh, Oh, Vinny. yeah. Poor Vinny. He's so tortured, old Vinny, isn't he? He is. Um, he goes through hairstyles like nobody's business. Like, I know. He's, he's like a chameleon. Parting, he is he like a chameleon. Flop. Yeah, he's, he's like a chameleon. His hair come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Vinny. I don't know. His hair anyway, suits his mood. Yeah, I will. So, um... The coffee hit you, wasn't it? So yes, I mean, I, what I will say about this about this storyline this week, I love the ceremony. I love it when EastEnders does this. You know, mm. just sort of show, really kind of goes in depth with how the ceremony looks and like what what the, what like all the the gorgeous outfits everyone was wearing. I love Janet. Janet brought her own scarf. Yeah, Janet came in and looked, I said that Suki looked like a princess. I thought that was lovely, really, she really did. nice. Um, but yeah, the whole point of this by the end of the week is like you say, Suki and Eve officially seem to be on. This is this is now the beginning of a, are we now in like full on affair territory because Suki has now yeah. said you're all that I want actually. Nish is an arsehole and you're you're the one that makes me feel like I can be myself. And it was all very it was all very, very sweet. I did like Thursday's Duff Duff, to be fair. Well, that was quite an effective Duff Duff, one of those kind of jaw-dropping ones where you realise that they've been overheard and you thought mm. it was Nish coming in. I did think it was Nish. I thought I thought it was Eve. I well I know because Eve was in Eve was in the kitchen. Do you mean Ash? 
Oh, I'm sorry, Ash. Yes, of course. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ he, alive. He himself, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I thought it was Ash as well, actually. Oh. But um, yeah, it was very exciting. So, um, I mean, this is good stuff with these two. I mean, I, I like them together. They're just, they, they really work. Mm. The chemistry on screen is amazing. They've been nominated, by the way, for an award, I think. There's, Have there they? Was, there What's was, the award? Was, I can't remember, but there was a, <laughs> there was a link going around that. Um, about, what award so, ceremony? Uh, have a look on have a look on Melvinda Sopel's Twitter, and she's retweeted the award. That you her, carry on talking, um, I'll have a look. Go for. On. All right, you can have a look. You can have a look. I'm going to have a little look um, on Twitter live while we're, broke, while we're doing this. Yes. Look at this. Professional, Interactive. right? Interactive. Professional. We're doing it. Oh, yeah, um, we're going for it. Uh, yeah, so I, I really enjoyed the ceremony of it all. Uh, and there was some, the, the relationship between Suki and Nish has kind of really gone up a notch now because, like mm. you say, he, he called her a whore. He got really, really jealous of um, Mitch going round. Like, because she'd been he'd been trying to get hold of her. And as far as in his warped mind, he saw Mitch leaving the house and thought, well, she's clearly having an affair. And then basically said to Suki, I've killed you with you before and I will do it again. And presumably his plan was to talk to Ravi and Mitch was going to, at the very least, kind of get beaten to a pulp or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, warning at least. It's quite worrying. For, for, for sorting out their plumbing. I mean, I was yeah. surprised by... I, I wasn't surprised, but I was surprised that, that the thing that Nish focused on was the fact that Mitch might be... Well, had a cup of tea with Suki. Yeah. When it was really that innocent. And it wasn't the fact that he, like had uh, uh sorry um suki had organized like work to be done on the flats and his own house without his permission being asked beforehand because he's mm. now taken over the kind of the reins of yeah. looking after the the panasar businesses um and so i was surprised that wasn't a direction he was kind of taking as well because obviously he wants this kind of coercive control with suki and mm. So I was surprised that wasn't brought up along the along it as well. It's like, oh, you're having an affair with Mitch. Oh, and by the way, don't you dare start kind of organising the business. This is mine now. You put on your tarp and go do some work at the Minute Mart. Why don't you? Um, yeah. So well, I was like, the yeah. award, by the way, the award yes. is the uh, Divas <laughs> Awards, right. uh, and it's the media moment of the year. Oh, okay. Nice. There you go. Well, you can so vote, now. Well vote now. Vote now. DivaAwards2023.com. Just do it when we finish recording. Yeah, just keep listening um, to this and then oh, jump on there. Go on, do it. So, I mean, are we now in the midst of those two kind of being together behind Nishi's back now? Is that where we're at? Because it seemed by, by the end of the week that all was well between them. So, and they were kind of just kind of kissing and hugging and whispering sweet nothings into each other's ear. So yeah. is, this, is this an affair now? Well, uh, the thing is, is that that's fine, all fine and well, but they seem to be forgetting one massive big mouthed problem, and that's Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> because Stacey's not yeah she was getting gobby this week wasn't she yes. she's getting more and more confident and more mm. and more kind of showing that she isn't going to be afraid of just letting Nish know exactly what she knows yeah. which yeah. was a kind of a turn up for the books considering she was quite sympathetic toward uh, their relationship last week and she but she's kind of had enough I mean she's drunk you can't blame her in a she's weird way she's had a few <laughs> true. true you can't blame her in a weird way because obviously this has kind of interfered with like the, the the the, uh, the burger van and Eve's kind of mm. work and so on and so forth. So I, I kind of I get it, but like she she's not gonna she's not gonna keep that secret, especially if she feels like that it's getting in the way of her life. So yeah. Stacy isn't gonna keep it secret for very long. And she's like I said, she's already dropped almost she dropped a huge one at the ceremony when she said, Oh, your wife's not dancing with you, is she? Yeah, and that there was like instantly noticed. he was like, Where's my wife? Where's yeah. my wife gone? And yes. so that, that was 
So I, yeah, I feel like, I yes, there might be something happening, but I can't see them keeping it quiet for too long with Stacey well, knowing it sort about of, it. It sort of makes you wonder, though, because it, from here, like, it's really quite still a quite a long time till Christmas. Now, if this had been happening around sort of September time, then we'd kind of be like, mm-hmm. we'd be starting to put two and two together by this point and think, oh, well, Nishi's going to discover the affair over the next couple of months, and then we're go- he's going to be on the floor on Christmas Day. And I've got to be honest, at this point, and I think this is probably deliberate on the writer's part, but at this point, I still have no idea how it's not Nish on the floor on Christmas Day because he's really sort of building up his role as a villain. He's being not a nice person. I mean, obviously, Ravi's doing his thing in the background. So at the moment, those two are main suspects for me. And I'm thinking more Nish, which I feel like is what I'm supposed to be thinking at this point before a rug is inevitably mm. pulled from beneath me. But I, 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 I don't get where it goes from here in terms of like the next nine months of trying to work out who's on the floor of the Vic. It's it's all very exciting. Mm. I like it. I I feel like Nish kind of has kind of knows a little bit about Eve and Suki as well though because like all the time he keeps saying he keeps saying to Suki like oh it, I'm inviting Eve I'm doing this with Eve and he keeps always constantly mentioning it but like I just feel like why would he be saying all that and also think that Mitch was having an affair maybe he thinks that Suki's having an affair with everyone on the square well, you know well I mean do remember though that the, the the man that he killed was completely and utterly innocent of any crimes whatsoever. Yeah. Because it, Suki had been having a thing with his wife, so it's I don't I don't think Nish has got any idea of any sort of sexual improprieties uh, from uh, from Suki in terms of her sexuality. So I hmm. think that him kind of I think he's basically just using Eve at the moment as a slave, effectively. Like he look, you know, as he does with all women, he yeah. sort of looks at Eve and thinks, "As a woman, she will do my bidding, and I will give her fifty quid, and then the thing I want to do will happen." I've got no interest as to yeah. how Suki feels about Eve because he was thinking that he, that Suki was just being homophobic. Whereas, obviously, mm. we know that Suki was actually feeling really awkward towards Eve because she was trying to sleep with her. So it's it, there's a lot more. <laughs> it's to like come a GB newsprinter, isn't it? Like Dan Wooten, he's a terribly homophobic man and yet a gay man. I know, no, madness, really, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's, a, it's like a contradiction in terms, and yeah. that's what Nish kind of thought that Suki was. I mean, sorry, I sorry, I sh- I shouldn't say that. That's it's so political. <laughs> that... Throwing all your political opinions. Well, out no, no, no. I, I, I. Um, it's um. Yeah, I mean, going back to you saying like you think it could be Nish on the floor of the Vic, I feel like it's too early to kind of. Oh like, no, I know, and it's and it's clearly like not going to be Nish on the floor of the Vic because that's no. so incredibly like, obvious. It might be, but it just seems inc- so incredibly obvious that it's going to be Nish. Yeah, but sometimes is... the obvious answer is the right one, isn't it? I know, I know, I know, but I feel like there's because they've foreplanned this so so far in advance, it feels like there's got to be some huge twist on the on on the horizon. Um, and I just wonder what what it is because at the moment, if you, if Christmas Day was tomorrow, I would be kind of quite set and ready for Nish to be on the floor, you know. So it's there's there's a lot still to come, which is very exciting. But as far as Suki and Eva are concerned, it would appear that their affair has now officially begun. So how mm. Suki's going to manage to keep the secret, I do not know because <laughs> how, Nish has got her eye on her. How will Vinny cope? <laughs> like, oh, Vinny's going to Vinny. have a nervous. Poor oh Vinny's my goodness! By the time this is done. <laughs> Did you did you hear the line this week as well when Suki said to Nish like that Vinny is barely um keeping control of the chicken shop? No, it's no surprise really. Vinny, he's no landlord. He can't do anything right. Can't do anything right, bless him. They killed they killed the wrong Vanessar. He's so adorable. (laughs) I love Vinny. He's so cute. He doesn't have a clue about life. (laughs) Really doesn't. I know. I know. Just bless him. Bless him. He's lost about Kira guiding him. But this is another thing. I feel like we've talked about this before, but like now Kira is gone. It feels like the story's kind of 
I know. No, it feels I, like it, it, needs feels... A Kira, it needs a Kirat if, somewhere. Yeah, I know. I would not be surprised if Kirat sort of makes an appearance at some point because his mm. exit was very sudden and very sort of quite jarring in a way. It feels like Kirat's exit was not supposed to happen because they kind of the fact that we had to be told after the episode that that was his exit kind of mm. suggested that that wasn't supposed to be his exit. So I, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to where it's going to go from here. But we will see, because we have many months more to come of this. And if you have any more theories, please do stick them in the comment section mm. below or con get in contact, to us, contact with us via any of the methods that we will reveal to you at the end of the show. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was another week in Walford. So... Uh, we have one final section left to go because I don't know if you're aware of this. I haven't told you, but I want to discuss this. But we're going to discuss this. <laughs> uh, we have a topic to discuss and maybe some emails on I Ain't Want to Gossip. You know me, I ain't want to gossip. Is it all change at the Vic? New reports have come out this week uh, to suggest that a brand new family are being lined up to take over the Vic. With Strictly Come Dancing's Molly Rainford at the centre, the show's signature boozer changing hands is undoubtedly the most significant way to mark the beginning of a new era. But is it really an essential move with Linda still doing a superb job as landlady is the question currently being posed by the Metro. Now, Alex, um, mm. I would obviously kind of remark straight away if a new family is coming in to take over the Vic, your, your brain automatically goes straight to the Carters when they came in in, I want to say, 2013. Um, and they were an instant success, the Carters, weren't they? They kind of hit the ground running and fans instantly sort of took to them with all the storylines that, that they were being, they, you know, they were all instantly great characters. You know, you had Johnny coming out and everything that was going on with Shirley and Dean and um, and Mick and Dean and Linda and Dean. And, you know, there was a lot going on with Aunt Babe. Um, but I feel like a new family being thrust into uh, kind of the key location in the show is kind of a risky move. You know, it, it is lightning, can lightning strike twice in that regard? Because for every mm. uh, Carter, you've also got a um, Michelle Collins in Coronation Street, which didn't go down too well, you know. So, <laughs> um, what do you think? A new family in the Vic? Would you welcome You've got an Eddie, an Eddie Royal. An Eddie. Yes. Would you welcome you a new family in the Vic? Yes, I would. Um, and I would say it is time. Um, okay. I think Linda on her own isn't... It's it, you need a you need a full family for the Vic, in my okay. opinion, or at least a couple uh, who like with a secret or something. I I I, th I don't think Linda on her, her own works as a Vic landlady. Um, plus the whole alcohol. I still I still can't I still can't figure out a, a, an alcoholic working in the Queen Vic. I know it's fair, always Phil kind of like there. there Phil worked there for years. <laughs> I mean, no, he was always, yeah, but he was always like not the main stalwart no. there. It's like Linda is, if that makes sense. So yeah. that's that's why I can't really figure it out. So no, I would welcome a new family. Like you said, though, it needs to be done very, it needs to be done quite confidently, I think. Yeah. I think that the only way it will work is if they have, they know, they literally go in there knowing this is what we're doing the family mm. and this is what this is going to be, this the whole story. And as it stands at the moment, there's, already a big story centered around the Vic, which involves yeah. three, six women. So I feel yeah. like that if there is, there's, there is going to be an introduction to a new family or landlord lady to the Vic. I feel yeah. like it won't happen until after that's happened. So I can't well, imagine it, it happening because New Year. The flashback, uh, flash forward, sorry, um, very much suggested that Linda was still, uh, was still in the Vic 
you know, because she was mm. standing behind the bar on the final shot. She had come from the kitchen. Nobody in the in the scene, apart from possibly the body on the floor, was a new character. Everything was all very kind of very established. And also, Lola's picture was on the bar. And would a new family kind of come in and instantly sort of put up this picture of a girl that they that none of them knew on the on the bar? It seems very much a thing that Linda would do. But you know, there's sort of there's a lot of questions in the air as to if a new mm. family is coming in, is it even going to be until after Christmas? So you know, or maybe they'll kind of introduce the family, let them have some storylines around the square, and then move them into the Vic. Maybe that's the plan. That's that's what I wonder if they're going to be just introduce the family instead of just throwing them into the Vic, they're going to introduce mm. them to the square, and then they eventually get. Maybe this could be the, the the last straw for Linda to sell up the yeah. Vic, and then that then gets carried on over to the new family. But then, Maybe. does that the right is that the right approach for introducing a new family to the Vic? I mean, the other thing is, it's nice with the Carters. They had Shirley, who was already on the show, so they had like a link to yeah. the Square already. So it would be nice if they could somehow attach a link to maybe people who, or a person, or couple, or family that already there maybe they could be related to linda in some sort of way maybe they could maybe. be another extension to the carter family the um, i saw I, yes yes i mean i saw that you um i saw the article and it said something about ray winston but you said that that's kind of being apparently the bbc, have, den apparently the BBC have denied that but that doesn't mean anything yeah <laughs> be anything. no that's true but the kind of ray, ray winston's kind of the same kind of style Ill. as yeah yeah what danny dyer is kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. lad you know all right, all right. Gangster that kind type, of yeah. style so I, it makes me feel like uh, now you've said that i do not want a gangster being <laughs> the vic the queen shenanigans shenanigans please i hate the I hate gangster storylines in I the comedy vendors um, I, 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 well, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. We, we are a million miles away from this happening yet. Um, and it is kind of all just sort of hearsay at the moment. You know, this, it, we don't have these reports going in EastEnders. You know, something gets announced and then gets forgotten about and then never happens. Or it might be something that is very much in the planning and we might have an official announcement in the coming weeks. Who knows? Um, that's, I think that's where we're at. They're in the planning mm. stage. And obviously, Molly has been perhaps approached about it. They, or, or at least she's done an audition for it. And yeah. I feel like that's that's where they're at. Because I think the planning, if we're looking at the planning phases, then they're probably not going to introduce them until September time, which true. would then kind of maybe Give work time. within the time, yeah, 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 time yeah, yeah. frame. That's for true. Getting that Christmas story done and dusted and yeah. then moving in them in that's January, true. something along those lines. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, we it's been sort of in the pipeline in discussion for a while about the fact that, like, well, who what happens with the Vic now? And it very much felt that that's what Alfie was back for. And we've not seen healthy now for quite a long time oh so had it been lovely well it, yeah but it seemed that that was <laughs> it seemed that that was why he'd returned wasn't it because it kind of made sense for him and Kat to sort of move back into the big but it, it seems very much like that's not on the agenda so i i, I don't know but the, the, the questions are all up in the air it's potentially exciting i do wonder about like throwing a new family straight into the, the way that the carters came in because it even though the carters worked fantastically it does almost feel like the show is going kind of like like these are these two characters like them like them like them you have to like these characters because these are now in charge of the bit, you know. Mm. So uh, the viewers very sometimes don't take too kindly to being told and be having characters forced upon them. They like to get to know characters That's before the, before they kind of get given the big storylines as the carters were. I mean, the carters hit the ground running and basically never stopped oh. running until they slowly disintegrated well, over the years. So it's you have to remember also that when they they announced that Danny Dyer was coming onto the show, a lot of people yeah. watched it, the first episode out of curiosity, hoping mm. or thinking 
that Danny Dyer was going to be an absolute train wreck. Yes. And actually, he ended he up being a great a, success. A, quite a pleasant surprise. A oh, modern he day did, classic. He, he kind of, yeah. Oh, he kind of got himself into the show very well. So mm. it kind of, and it surprised a lot of people, drew a bit uh, an audience in, which is why I think if they are going to do this kind of like surprise family coming into the Vic, mm. I think there is going to be a few surprise castings along the yeah. way. Um, yeah. they, they have a habit at the moment of introducing uh, characters, uh, actors who have, who are quite well known, Patsy. Patty Kensett, for instance, and they've Vicky yes. Michelle, they've just introduced as well um, into Queen. the show. And, yes. and, 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 and Rocky, you know, um, Brian Connolly. Brian Connolly. So yeah, these yeah. are all people that people already are aware of. Yeah, and they, it's a good idea. They've done that in the past, but I feel like they're doing it a lot more this time around. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if you see someone who's almost surprisingly, it's a bit surprising that they've not been on the show until now. Yeah. And I've got full confidence that Chris Clenshaw will get, will get it right. But oh, no gangsters. Be honest. His first no episode, got, his first episode, you got Charles and Camilla. So that guy knows how to hit the guys out. That's knows how to get the celebrities in, doesn't he? So there pool. you go. Got the pool. There you go. There got you go. <laughs> so do let us know in the comment section below. What are your thoughts? Do you want a new family in the Vic, and what would you want from said family if they arrived, or do you, would you prefer the Vic to remain under its current management? Let us all know in the comment section, or by doing any of the following. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Warford Weekly. You can find us on Facebook at Warford Weekly Podcast on YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and click the bell to get notifications about our spoiler videos and you can listen to us on apple anchor spotify or any of your favorite podcast sites email us at robwalfordweekly at gmail.com or alexwalfordweekly at gmail.com or have a look for at e20 after dark on twitter naughty drop <laughs> drop that one in drop yeah. that one that's on the end there you go has to be done has to be <laughs> that's done. what they all say it's <laughs> what they've all said to me over the years so uh there we are then that's another episode all wrapped up one down only four more to go alex i'm getting sad four more it's, to go I'm, oh i don't like it keep I will say also that people just keep an eye on um, all of the social medias as well, because we'll be d d I kind of popping a few questions out soon for like the uh, final episode, the final show. So look out for that. However, I'm going to have to go rescue our cat because he is now having a fit, um, coughing up natural furball. Oh, lovely. No, he's all right. right. Oh, <laughs> Medical drama. Don't worry. Um, I don't worry. Good, 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 good. All right, then. So until next week, dear, dear listeners and viewers, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye for myself. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. 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 Let's do it.